Today's episode is brought to you by our partnership with Kayani Incorporated. Kayani's mission of bringing hope through wellness and opportunity aligns with everything we do at Disruptive Nutrition, which is a big reason why we decided to partner with them. Our passion of giving women hope where they don't see any after years of dieting is such a focus of ours that when Kayani approached me about their product line and desire to support people around the world to ditch the diet and support people in the nutrition approach we follow, we knew we had to work together. Kayani's unique and innovative products support our nutritional approach and enhance what we teach by creating an environment in our bodies to help reduce inflammation, optimize digestion, balance blood sugar, increase circulation, and support collagen resilience. My daily protocol involves starting the day with their Sunrise, an antioxidant with vitamins that support the reduction of inflammation, along with their HL5 collagen, which helps to hydrate my connective tissue, build muscle, and so much more. I couple that with Nitro Extreme to produce nitric oxide, which is known as the molecule of life. Nitric oxide supports healthy circulation and our body's ability to absorb and deliver nutrients. Without the ability to absorb and deliver nutrients, even if our nutrition is on point, we won't reap the benefits that we could be. So after I have those beginning supplements, I then have my PFC Balanced Protein Shake from Kayani, and that brings in the L-citrulline amino acid, which gets processed by the kidneys and then creates a long version of nitric oxide. So it's the entire system of the nitro effect that Kayani offers. It's not just one product here, but how it all fits together is totally unique. Their entire system, when paired with our nutritional approach of eating in threes, creates this environment in your body that it loves and will respond to unlike any diet or supplement regime on the market today. So check out our site at disruptivenutrition.com shop for more information on how our partnership with Kayani truly is designed to take your health and weight loss goals to a whole new level. Well, hey, diet disruptors. How are you? I am doing fine. I have my little puppy hanging out with me today, and I'm going to talk to you about something that I've had lots and lots of conversations about, something I obsessed about for years and years, and I know many of you probably obsess about as well. It is a C word, calories. We're going to dig into calories today. Why you don't have to count them. I promise. I'm really excited about this. So if you are watching live with me, put in the word calories. Go ahead and just throw that in there so I know that you're here. Hello to everybody. We are live in our Facebook page and our Facebook group and on our YouTube channel. So if you are here with me, put in the word calories. Also, let me know, do you count them? Do you count calories? Give me a no or a yes. 
a lot of us might not actually count them anymore. If you've been following me for a while, hopefully you don't, but you might still be looking at them. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to dig into the concept of calories, why it is such an antiquated science and why they don't work. It's not even antiquated. It's just plain wrong. It's not like newer, trendier things have come up. It's just, well, they have and they don't work either, but counting calories and thinking about calories the way we always have is just been wrong. Like, think about this. There's this whole thought that calories, losing weight is a matter of simple math. Okay. Now, if we just Google, how do we lose weight? You're going to see all stuff about calories. You're going to see stuff about putting yourself at a, at a deficit. You're going to see stuff about depriving yourself, burning more calories than you take in. Right. Uh, there's this whole math equation that 3,500 calories, you, you cut that, you lose a pound. It just, it is a decade, decades old strategy that is completely missed. Guided. The idea of calorie in versus calorie out when it comes to weight loss is plain wrong. The truth is that like, even if you're really thinking about calorie counting and you have this like magic number of how many calories you should be taking in, there are two major flaws with it. There's a lot, actually. I'm going to co- talk to you about two major flaws with it. One, All calories are not created equal. And two, we are a refuel as you go machine. So how does counting calories for the day work when let's say I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and go to bed at nine and someone else wakes up at 5 a.m. and goes to bed at midnight? How do we need the same amount of calories? How is there a formula for that when each of us exerts a different amount of energy and we refuel as we go, right? And then all calories being equal doesn't make any sense either. You're, you're going to tell me that 350 calories of Oreo cookies is the same as 350 calories of like turkey almonds and an apple? No. And now we know that at an intellectual level. Everybody kind of knows, right? Yeah, there's like, quote unquote, good food and quote unquote, bad food. But as long as we stay within our calories, it's okay. Not true. First of all, I don't believe food is good or bad. I believe food is. There's food that serves our bodies and there's food that serves our soul. And sometimes an Oreo cookie is going to fuel your soul. It's not good or bad. It is simply a carb and a fat. You understand more about food, then you know how to integrate an Oreo cookie with no guilt. And sure, maybe it's not going to serve your body the way turkey's almond and an apple might, but it's going to serve your soul in a way that turkey, turkey's all turkey, almond and apple will not. Right. And we teach intentionality at disruptive nutrition. One of the things that we understand is not just the formula of how to eat, but how to listen to your body because you know the formula, because you understand food, because you understand what proteins, fats, and carbs do to your body and how it works in your body. It's so simple once you learn it. So we're going to dig into both of those today. If you count calories, I would love for you to tell me, just say count. If you count calories, put it in the comments, count. And if you don't count calories and you're like, nope, I don't count them, just say no counting, okay? So put count if you're counting calories, put no counting if you don't. Now, even if you think you don't count calories, I wonder about your 
mindset around calories because you know how like in restaurants we can see calories, calories in, we see the number of calories in, in the menu. I know at Five Guys, for example, like a, a mini cheeseburger or something is like 600 calories or something. And I'm like, because I know food and I understand it, I, I understand what that means. But some people are just like, oh my gosh, 600 calories. But I look at that food as, okay, that's a protein, fat, and carb. And I understand my portion. So I understand what I can do with that burger, right? And I can have that burger and I, I, I get it. But if we're just looking at calories, it's so off because 600 calories does not mean anything really. So we're going to dig into that a little bit and really go in there. It doesn't, calorie counting is never going to yield uniform results. I mean, let's, let, let's actually be honest. How long have you been counting calories and is it working? Right. And if we try to take in less calories than we burn, let's just go with the, the first concept around we are a refuel as you go machine, right? And how calories don't make sense. So if we put ourselves at a deficit, if we're counting calories and we're trying to take in less calories than we burn, now, first of all, the calories that we burn on our watch that kind of come out here is different than the calories we're, we're taking in. They're two different numbers. They have the same name, but they mean two different things. So they, it's not an easy math equation. That's number one. But number two is if we take in less than we burn, right? And if we think that it's just a matter of calories for the day, we aren't going to be refueling our body consistently the way it needs. Our body is a refuel as you go machine. So it means we need to fuel it consistently. So if we're focusing only on calories or if we're focusing on calories, then we say, let's say you think you need a 1200 calorie a day diet. That's just some random number that everybody just seems to come up with. I don't know why. Maybe because you think, oh, well, when I did that, when I was 20, it worked. Well, when you were 20, you had a super fast metabolism and putting yourself at a deficit allowed you to lose weight for a little while. But the reason why, one of the reasons why you actually gained weight later, like later in your life is partly because of that diet that you did when you were in your 20s. So it didn't actually work. It might've let you lose some weight, but it didn't get you healthy. And therefore your body then produced fat cells and stored fat because of that. But you put yourself at a deficit uh, during the day, let's say you try to save your calories up for the night. So you put your body at a deficit all day, which means your blood sugar is super low, which means your body is going to take from its muscles so it can fuel itself because you're a refuel as you go machine. Whether you fuel it with food or not, your body's going to work to fuel it itself. Your body's going to work to stabilize its blood sugar itself. So you're not taking in calories. So your body then has to get itself at a deficit, which I always say is never a good thing. And it has to pull. I always I say it like cannibalizes from your muscles. You're already losing muscle mass as you get older. So this is just a terrible, terrible thing for you and your body. And then you save up your calories for a big meal. You overeat. You take in a bunch of your calories in one meal you're going to spike your blood sugar. When you spike your blood sugar, you store fat. So I don't care if you took in 1200 calories that day and you did it over two meals, you're store, you're, when you ate, you stored fat. When you didn't eat, your blood sugar was low and you, you lost muscle, which slowed down your metabolism. So calories is so silly when it comes to that because there's no way that you can refuel your body consistently during the day like it needs. I think about, um, I, I have, many clients who have gone through gastric bypass and then have come back to me. So you've gone through gastric bypass and they've come back to me because they've not only gained the weight back, but they've gained a lot more. And the reason why is because I don't care if you have a smaller stomach or not, if you're not taught how to eat, if you're not taught blood sugar stabilization, if you're not taught PFC every three, you're going to gain the weight back. Because if you're thinking about calories, 
Now, like when you spike your, you can, you can get stuffed, right? With a smaller stomach, you can spike your blood sugar with a, with a smaller stomach. You can eat completely wrong with a smaller stomach and you're going to gain weight. So just because you have a surgery is a perfect example of how calories in and calories out don't work because you could be eating the right amount of calories, but completely screwing up your blood sugar and you're going to gain weight. When you, when you spike your blood sugar, you start fat. The other thing is once you kind of do this yo-yo thing and you produce a fat cell, you can never lose it. So it's so easy to trigger and store fat when you have those fat cells already laid. So that's one of the reasons why I am urgent about people making changes now, because once you start doing it right, you can start to reverse it. But the longer you keep doing it wrong, the worse and worse and harder and harder it's going to get. How many times you go around that mountain makes it worse and worse. So if we are a refuel as you go machine and you're relying on calories to think about your food, you're going to spike your blood sugar up and down all day long. And that's going to put you on a yo-yo and that's going to slow down your metabolism and make you store fat on a regular basis. So that's the first thing. Now, the second piece is around the fact that all calories are not created equal. So I'm going to go back to my Oreo cookie example. Now, when we think about an Oreo cookie, it is a fat and a carb, right? So what do we know, those of you that have been around for a while, is that we have to pair our food. We want to be eating a protein, fat, and carb. When we eat protein, fats, and carbs, we actually are balancing our blood sugar. Carbs spike our blood sugar, which causes us to store fat, but it also gives us the, um, it fuels our brain. It gives us energy. We need carbs, but it does spike our blood sugar, which makes us store fat. This is how we've gotten some things wrong and some things right. We're afraid of carbs because we think it's going to make us gain weight, but what we don't, but the, so then what we do is we say we don't eat carbs. No, that's not the answer. We need carbs. Uh, if you've done keto for any amount of time, you know, A, I, you, you just want a birthday cake sometimes, right? You want birthday cake, you want a quesadilla, you want the carbs sometimes. I mean, you should be able to eat fruit for goodness sake. But we also recognize that carbs give us the energy and carbs does things for us. It's a macronutrient. There are three macronutrients. Macros mean big, important. So we eliminate one of those. My goodness, when we eliminated fat in the 80s, everybody got fat. It's because you can't eliminate a macronutrient. So when you have carbs, it spikes your blood sugar, but it fuels your brain, it gives you energy. But when you eat a protein with it, it actually counteracts the hormone that spikes your blood sugar. It, it, it releases insulin and it actually will balance your blood sugar. And then that protein will also fuel your muscles. It will, it will provide you with the amino acids that your body can't produce on its own. And when you add a fat to it, it actually helps you absorb that protein and the carb. It slows down your digestion. It fuels your brain. It cushions your organ. You need to do those things together. So let's go back to the calorie idea. So 350 calories of a Oreo cookie is just 350 calories of fat and a carb. If you know your fats and your carbs and your proteins, you know how much you should be doing and you understand portion sizes, you don't even need to count calories. Or let's just think 350 calories of turkey, of just protein. I, I don't know why I'm just saying 350 calories. I'm just throwing that number out there. But like, that's not going to be the same as, like I said, turkey, almond, and an apple. Those are just grab and go. They're super simple. Like I have in front of me, I have hard boiled eggs. And some of them have yolks. Those are my protein and fat. And I have an apple here. This, I don't know how many calories there are in here. It's too much math, but it doesn't matter. I know 
my portions. I know how much I need to have. And I know when my body gets hungry in about three hours that I ate the right amount. When I fuel my body with the right foods in the right portions, in the right nutrients, calories don't have a part in that, right? So there are so many factors when it comes to, to our health that calorie counting doesn't deal with. And it's actually so hard. Why would we want to do something that that's hard that you have to write down that you have to do math for? It's so funny. Like my sister's a math whiz. I am not. And I don't want to do more math than I have to. So that's something to be really, really aware of. But let's keep digging into why this not cal calories are all not created equal thing is important. Okay. Because first of all, Different food has different benefits for us. And there is food that we need to be having that will help us with our overall optimal health. I always say when you get to your optimal health, you're going to get to your optimal weight. You don't know overweight people that are healthy. Healthy weight is a symptom of our health and hormones. I know plenty of skinny, unhealthy people too, right? So we have to be thinking about this from a different place. When our body can absorb clean, whole foods, and it might be the same amount of calories as something like an Oreo cookie, but it's not going to absorb in your body. You're not going to work on your gut health. You're not going to work to get to your optimal health if you're only looking at something like calories. Also, your metabolism, everybody has a different set point, okay? So every single one of us has a, and that's where our metabolism actually is. It's called a set point and that governs your weight. It governs how quickly you metabolize food. The more and more you do PFC, the higher, are, the more you can improve your set point. And the more and more you are not doing PFC every three and not balancing your blood sugar, you're going on the yo-yo, the more you impact your set point negatively, okay? And so if you find that even like, let's say you're exercising and you're counting calories, you could actually be doing yourself a bigger disservice because you keep putting yourself at a deficit. And so if you do that weight plateau, you go up and down, 96% of people who lose a large amount of weight regain it because you've lost it the wrong way. You've lost it in a way that's slowing down your metabolism. I want you to think about the show, The Biggest Loser. Almost all of those contestants, all that I have seen, I could be wrong if I have missed any of them, have all gained the weight back. You should be doing something that gets better over time, not something that gets worse over time. If you have to be on such a stringent plan of diet and exercise, right? And have to be no room for, you know, like I said, a quesadilla or no room for um, mistakes. It's because your metabolism keeps slowing down. So when you do feed it, your body's going to hold on to it. And the only way to control it is by more and more exercise. But eventually that doesn't work anymore. Your body goes into such a deficit and so much stress that it will just hold on to every single piece of food that you feed it. So that is why if the biggest loser worked, if those trainers were doing right by them, they should have had lifetime success and they didn't. And then I want you to think about the type of food, right? Foods, right, are protein, fats, and carbs, but there are foods with certain types of sugars and, and, and fats or fibers or micronutrients, right? Processed food is very different than unprocessed food. 
And so that is why for some people, when you just switch to clean eating at first, you're going to lose a bunch of weight because you're getting rid of all those toxins that processed food has put on your, in your body. But it's often not enough because we have to understand how to eat correctly as well. But not all food is created equal. The brain likes foods that are healthy, that are in their natural form. And if you're focusing on calories, you're taking out the biggest part of the equation. Calories are like not anything you need to worry about. If you understand your PFCs, if you understand your portions, if you understand how to do it, calorie counting comes out of the equation. And because every meal is about the same, every time you eat, you know what your portions are. You don't have to do math. You don't have to track it. Doesn't that seem easier? Doesn't that seem simpler? So I want you to realize that if you are counting calories, because you are a refuel as you go machine, your body isn't going to be able to uh, react to your math the way you want it to. When you refuel your body as it goes with PFC every three and eating as clean as possible, then your body is going to respond the way you always wanted it to when you were counting those calories, when you were putting your body at a deficit, when you were doing those diets, because we're a refuel as you go machine. And because it gets better and better over time, even if you don't eat clean all the time, you're still going to be okay. Unlike a diet where the minute you deviate, boom, you gain that weight. And then understanding that all calories are not created equal. And that's the same for points. You can't just like do this math and be like, okay, well, I'm saving my points or I'm saving my calories for this. Saving doesn't work. You're not a checkbook. Your body is not a bank account. So I want you to understand all of that. Coach Jess wrote a great blog about this. So I'm going to make sure that I link you to that. It, it, my goal for today is to get you out of that dieting mindset. I, I'm going to read to you a quote from one of our clients, Beth. She said, I honestly didn't expect to be able to stop counting calories. She was, she had like a calorie notebook. She was an expert count, counter, ca calorie counter. I was always really bad at it. Um, she said, I honestly didn't expect to stop counting calories. It's so freeing not to have to count them. And I feel like a weight has been lifted. And at the same time, I no longer have to wonder what to do to serve my body well. So happy I found this lifestyle. Beth, we're so happy that you found this lifestyle too. But what would it mean for you to stop dieting? What freedoms would you have if you didn't have to count calories? What would that mean for you? Because the calories really have to do with energy and in in, uh, it's a measure of, of food, but again, not created equal. Okay. It's almost like saying a t-shirt, a shirt is just a shirt that a shirt, like this shirt that I'm wearing today, I put this on on purpose because it was bright. It was beautiful. I wanted it to just be like a ray of sunshine for you, but I could have also worn one of my husband's ratty old t-shirts that have holes in it. That would have projected a very different message, right? All shirts are not created equal. There are some shirts that cost a whole lot of money and there are some shirts you could buy for a dollar at the dollar store. All shirts are not created equal. All jeans are not created equal. I, for example, have all like skinny jeans and I have been told by my daughters that those are no longer in style, that I need to not be wearing those. All jeans are not created equal, you guys. I now need apparently straight leg. I could even go back to bootleg, which shocks me because I thought those were out. But all jeans the same? 
No, it's the same as calories. It are not all created equal. And to think that they are is what's sabotaging us. One of the many things. All right. So I want to know what questions you have, what, what your takeaways are on this. You guys remember if, you know, we have a variety of ways to support you at Disruptive Nutrition. Go to our website, disruptivenutrition.com. If you want something like quick and simple to just get the concepts, we have our PFC online course. And, and that is like, do it yourself, guide yourself through it. You can learn the concept by dinner time tonight. And then we have our options where we can work with you. So you truly do this right, investing in yourself to make sure that this is truly the last nutritional advice you'll ever need. But just think how much time is wasted counting and tracking. You don't need to do it anymore. Your body is not a checkbook. All right. We'd love to hear what you think about this. I'm going to go eat my eggs and my apple because it's time for me to eat. Going to nourish my body with a quick grab and go meal. Really, really easy. And I'm going to move on with my life and my day because I'm not thinking about the food so much anymore. Although tonight I've got a really great dinner planned for my family, which I'm super excited about because, you know, recipes that make me feel good cooking and that taste amazing is also part of the equation if you want it to be. And so I got that working for us too. All right, you guys have a really great day. Put in the comments what you think. Bye.